I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Welcome to Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. This week, we are taking a look at the sequel to Police Story, which is appropriately enough named Police Story 2. Uh, this game is... Or this game. <laughs> dang it. I've <laughs> <laughs> been about a lot of video games recently. That's awesome. I thought you were talking this about like, movie, the podcast. It's sort of like our game, like doing this. Yeah, it's, it's our game is this. Oh, boy. Um... This movie, this film, is from uh, 1988, just three years after the uh, original one, and is also directed, starring, and written by Jackie Chan again. But I really, I really enjoy this movie. Honestly, I kind of might like this movie more than the first one in a way. That's so mm. cool. Um, wow. wow, it's it's a little it's a little longer. It's it's uh, just it's right around two hours, which is a little too long, but. Some of the action scenes in this are really incredible, and I'm a sucker for a good car chase and things blowing up. So yeah, for sure, it does uh, a lot more of leaning more on those kind of set piece like uh, stunts instead of the martial arts. So I kind of feel like I I I like the first movie better, but uh, there's still a lot that I like about this movie. Yeah, totally. You definitely tell they had a bigger budget with it yeah and for sure they used they literally blew the budget up in a lot of ways <laughs> so right. it's cool I, it's also uh the budget's spent differently you know so in some ways there are yeah. set pieces in police story one that are a little bit larger scale but mm-hmm. they're just a different kind of action or a different kind of setting so they're really great companion pieces i think carlos i think last week or last episode uh you alluded to police story two is maybe being explosion story if the first mm-hmm. police story is glass story and definitely the case and it's if you look at the police the first police story film that's really one of kind of the only like old school special effects components that's sort of missing is the kind of pyrotechnic element mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, so it's for interesting sure. with this film they they started with you know kind of a hong kong pyrotechnic crew but um the final and maybe most infamous explosion that closes the movie uh, for that. They actually brought in some Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Blow them up guys. So uh, <laughs> blow them up guys. I, I love it. That's the title. We're sticking I'm with that. Pyrotechnicians, yeah, Pyro I guess. Title. Oh man. <laughs> blow them up I want to be a blow them up guy. Move to LA, become a blow them up guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Pyrotechnic. That's my favorite expert. NES game from uh, Konami is blow them oh, up guys. I love the bootleg. That's, yeah, <laughs> I feel like yeah, that's that's the bootleg for Bomberman is blow him up guy. Oh man, oh that'd be so great. Which you would probably find in a Hong Kong uh, marketplace. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't say uh, yeah. There, there are bomber men in this uh, in this story. There are bomber men yeah. in this barman. Oh, I was about to say Barman took never took that quite of dark of turn, but actually it did. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk it. about that. We game. don't need to talk about that. That's a different <laughs> podcast. Yep. So But to also uh, honor the episode, I'm actually wearing a bomb on myself right now. So <laughs> oh, if no. this episode goes too long, I'm actually gonna explode. Yeah. Well and I'm opening, <laughs> so we're gonna, I'm opening we're gonna envelopes to... at my desk. Yep. Um, yeah, innocently. And nothing could possibly go wrong yeah. with all this intense music playing. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
But oh, yeah, man. so it, it's a sequel and it's kind of cool to see uh, characters return and kind of like uh, the dynamics change a little bit between uh, certain characters. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and also, you know, his stunt team is very prominent in this movie as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. And those roles a little are shifted around a little bit too. And I'm really happy with um, a lot of the uh, roles that really come up to the top uh, as the movie goes yeah. on. Yeah, totally, totally. And I like that. I feel like Jackie's actually not only is he good at his job, but he actually gets a little bit more respect from the police over the course of the movie. Because mm. I feel like in the other one, he gets a lot of respect at first, and then it just kind of goes down and down and down well, to and the very he, end. He kind of the learns the like uh, playing hard to get lesson in this movie. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it really really works for him. Uh, so I think it's about time for us to just jump right into the movie. But first, let's take a look at the back of the VHS. After taking the law into his own hands, Super Cop Chan is busted down to traffic patrol. That wasn't enough. The same gang he locked up has returned, threatening the safety of his longtime girlfriend, May. How can Chan protect the woman he loves, all while staying the line for his superiors? Find out in Police Story 2. Jackie Chan returns to his iconic role in the sequel to the smash hit Police Story. The stakes are way higher as Chan has to take on a group of criminal bombers that are terrorizing the city. The JC stunt team does it once again in this explosive action film. Are you brave enough to cut the right wire? So the first scene I want to talk about is the well, the very first scene, because <laughs> it's it's always great whenever you see a sequel that doesn't just completely ignore the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like the movie actually starts with the 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 police chief and Uncle Bill from before straight up saying, like, hey, you can't do all that, <laughs> like all that stuff that you did in the last right. movie. Well, like actually, that, some that, cuts like, open with like and... a little trailerish montage of the first. Oh yeah, movie. that's right. That's the very first thing is like the highlights from the last movie with Jackie yeah, singing I think... the theme song. Right. Yeah. Any, the same thing. Anybody that tracks the movie down now, uh, they're probably going to be watching that cut with all of the recap, and then um, they've kind of got this kind of highway scene with a bunch of trucks. And, Mitsubishi. Uh, these trucks are going way yeah. too fast. Yeah, yeah. The like, I was getting a little nervous stuff. watching. Yeah, lots. Yeah, lots of Mitsubishi's in this one. Yeah, got a little nervous watching all these trucks. I was like, that's oof. It's a little <laughs> too real life to Atlanta driving. Oh really? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I don't get a lot of that by me. That's that's scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they also kind of do the same thing like they did in the first movie where. They do this thing where they're showing a sequence, but they're showing also like the sequence alluding to what's going to be happening in that same scene. So you've got uh, a patrolman stopping all these trucks. And uh, in between that, you've got Jackie's character being reprimanded. And at the end mm-hmm. of that, you find out that they're going to basically make him a traffic cop. But And then there's a reveal of the traffic cop in that uh, highway scene. And that's Jackie that that Mm. i really like that yeah i think that the kind of i would have liked to see the original cut because the movie just started with the highway scene and with none Mm. of the internal stuff so i you kind of lose a little from that shot of jackie taking his sunglasses off because you're like oh it's him you know but Mm -hmm. um with the back and forth of the office scene you kind of lose a little bit of the dramatic reveal of jackie as the traffic cop yeah it's like a different kind of 
payoff it, it's not it's almost like the the barrage of trucks don't really amount to anything i imagine the, yeah. the version without the intercutting at the police station yeah that would probably pay off really well it's like oh you see jackie and you see the hero but there is a cool element here where there's almost like a tarantino chris nolan-ish like playing with time thing mm. yeah. um the way that this works but yeah, yeah i don't know if it's necessarily like a extremely satisfying like button to the to the opening but yeah it's not because it's just kind of saying oh yep he's he's cop because i i kept expecting the the trucks to somehow come up or be you know related to the overall plot with the you know the crime families and stuff or they'll explode or they'll explode yeah well a lot of uh, floods things explode in this movie and the trucks don't unfortunately i mean it won't take too many years uh after this for jackie to be pretty liberal with how he uses his mitsubishi uh sponsorship (laughs) but in this movie at least whenever you see a mitsubishi it's it's not like a villainous vehicle it's like there's almost like a clear separation it's like bad guy cars are like of a different make and model (laughs) um which also makes yeah this opening it's like it definitely seems ominous because we never see like what is it 20 trucks like that are all the same like paint job and everything and they're clearly working together but then they comply super well with being (laughs) arrested so yeah it's kind of weird it's definitely it's a build up but then never really pays off but super jiffable. Oh, yeah, definitely jiffable. <laughs> the next little bit is basically we get to see the the bad guy from the last movie saying that he got released because he has three months to live. Yeah. And what did he say? Uh, it's like get... a Swedish uh, rule or something like that. Or at least in my subtitles, it said something. Oh, like really? That. It's it just said like a um like a mercy release or something like that. <laughs> from what I saw. <laughs> Swedish, huh? I thought <laughs> it said. I think he, yeah, it's like some Swedish doctor told him that he had three months to live or something, so he oh, got okay. to be released, or it's something along those lines. But you I also get to see uh, John Koo in this, John uh, um, mm-hmm. his like right-hand man, the guy that got his glasses punched right. out at the end of Police Story, he's mm-hmm. got a much more prominent role. And you don't see Harkong Fung in this movie, but no, he really, just, yeah, um, it's a shame. I think it's Charlie Chu is the actor's name, he really takes a lot of the brunt uh, (laughs) from jackie in this film not only from jackie but from others too it's like that phenomenon when like something becomes a catchphrase it's like it must have been so popular that moment with like Mm -hmm. the beating like the killer instinct combo you guys i think we're talking (laughs) about last time yeah yeah Um, that's right or at least like amongst themselves that like they're really (laughs) so yeah it's it's a really kind of cool recurring bit or or super broad depending on where your tastes like, fall <laughs> yeah. but i um, love it yeah it's it's, it's one of those awesome. joke things where the joke is just redone so many times <laughs> right. that it 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 just kind of loops back around to being funny <laughs> yeah and finally it ends in applause are... which anyways when we get to that moment i love that little... <laughs> <laughs> yes that just leads to saying that John John Koo is basically going to be intimidating Jackie and you know tracking him down and his and his loved ones, and that's the next several scenes as we get to see him finding where him and May are living, and then finding where May goes to live with her aunt for a little bit, and yeah. and it's great. Kind of the one of the first bits of action in the movie is kind of May getting in a little scuffle with John and then punching him right in the face and breaking one of his yeah, glasses. It's great. Yeah, great. Glass lenses. Yeah, Maggie Chung is back and um, she's awesome in this movie and 
really oh, yeah. put her all into it. And actually, you can see in the end credits, suffered a really bad injury uh, in the finale of the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the blooper reel at the end is more of a, these people got really hurt doing this yeah. movie reel. <laughs> I was actually going to say, after watching it for the podcast thinking about the movie i would almost call it more like head wound story than oh, explosion wow. story <laughs> because everybody gets their heads cracked open yeah, in this movie. That's there's so a, true there's more than one shot and after the credits of a person <laughs> with a bunch of paramedics around him turning around and just seeing a big bloody mess coming out yep. of the back of their head yeah oh, for sure man. <laughs> but yeah maggie maggie's awesome in this yeah she's she's oh, yeah. got a much more prominent role and actually like mm-hmm. character development in the movie which is really cool to see for a female lead in a hong kong Definitely. action film like this and um yeah so she kind of gives it to john a little bit and, and john gives it right back too <laughs> yeah once once uh jackie's character finds out what happened he gets really hot-blooded and he uh, makes a break to go and beat those guys up and this leads us to our first action sequence which is about oh, man. Uh, you... like 15 minutes into the movie so it's not too yeah. bad but on his yeah. way to the action sequence right yeah, yeah. he hops over like a bunch of uh, concrete metal barricades and is like dashing through oncoming traffic and eventually does actually get hit kind of a little bit by a van yeah uh, yeah it's like crazy shot wow he's like hurtling mm-hmm. over him too he's not using his hands when he hops up any of those rails which mm-hmm. is pretty awesome to see mm-hmm. and the 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 goons are at like this little diner and he like mm-hmm. uh pops in and they're kind of mocking him right away and he doesn't take anything from it and this is when we get yeah like a really nice uh first action sequence Oh, yeah. yeah, and this is kind of vintage Jackie Chan for, for us. We talked about oh, totally. Police Story 1 kind of being like the first chapter of kind of the new Jackie Chan brand, and it's alive and well uh, when you see the sequence. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again. Lots of chairs yeah, getting thrown, and lots of bar space, stools, yeah. and people just like, yeah, using everything around him, like just, you know, picking up plates and throwing them, picking up bottles and smashing them, jumping over, you know, bars and banisters. and. Oh, and then, and then he gets to break the other lens on John Q's glasses as well. Yeah, it's really good. There's a really awesome like drop kicking a dude right into a, a drawer. There's like, mm-hmm. um, man, more glass breaking in this sequence too. That's mm-hmm. like really kind of, I would say, yes. a callback to the last movie. Yes, there's definitely less broken glass in this movie, but there's still plenty. Right, so. right. Yeah, I almost kind of have the sense of some of the glass breaking in this scene. It's like a little bit of a nod to the last movie and almost kind of putting it to Mm -hmm. bed. Um, Yeah, for sure. Because the sequence uh, ends with like this vehicle crashing into the restaurant. And so it's like, I don't know, kind of starting to like bring in some of the more like explosive pyrotechnical elements, even though it's, you know, not yet a giant explosion or anything. And when that dude gets thrown out through the glass to to the, yeah. like the sidewalk, he busted his head open too. Man, God, yeah, head wound story. Wow, <laughs> head wound story. <laughs> and so this leads to Jackie, of course, getting reprimanded again at the at the station. Jackie, is this whenever Jackie just gives it up and just just retires? Yep, or, or resigns rather. He's, this and he, they don't ask him for the badge. He literally just gives him his badge and and storms out. And and John Q is waiting right outside of the office. Oh, this is such and a he's all bit. mad and everything. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and everyone's just kind of looking. I'm not sure what to do. 
because, uh, you know, he's he got in trouble for beating up John before. Uh, but then some guys roll like a whiteboard in front of him. And you just hear a punch and the thing keeps rolling and you see him just laid out on a desk so right next to him. You think you can do anything just because you're a cop? Well, forget it. Don't think I don't know the law. You're supposed to protect and serve, aren't you? No. Did you see that? Did you all see that? This officer tried to assault me. Hit me again, tough guy. You already broke one lens. I can only see out of one eye. So go on, break the other one, won't you? Come on, you're not so tough. You're not afraid, are you? Why don't you hit me, huh? I thought you were tough. Let me go. Get your gun out and shoot me. Perfect comedic oh, timing. It's, it's perfect really comedic away. timing. Yeah. It's it was one of those like actual legit make me laugh out loud moments <laughs> and the and extra a, a touch great of, little moment uh, of all the stunt team kind of being yeah for sure mm-hmm. uh uncle bill looking through the glass out, <laughs> outside of the office and they're yeah. all kind of huddled over him after he got decked is really good mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah in some ways uncle bill has uh i want to say like a, a little bigger or juicier role and uh, juicier role yeah. in the second movie but um mm-hmm. And, you know, we've alluded to this, and maybe we even said something about it in the last episode, but there's something really special about all the returning cast here, and just really feeling like we are definitely continuing the same story from the first film. And I don't know, when I kind of uh, was rewatching the film, it just struck me, in almost every way, Police Story 2 is breaking with conventions of a typical Hong Kong sequel of this time. Like for one, it wasn't made, you know, two weeks after the first movie came out and, you know, broke all these box office records. It's quite a few years later. And this is after Jackie's done some other big movies, including armor of God, you know, which is this pretty giant production, um, Mm -hmm. you know, shot on location internationally. Uh, So it's like, there's that. And it's also bringing back all of this cast and, for the most part, other than some of the stuntmen, they're playing the same characters and the story has continued. And like you were saying with Maggie's character and maybe now with Uncle Bill, it's like the development of those characters actually goes even further. So I don't know. Yeah, there's just everywhere you look in this film, there are more signs of Jackie's ambitions, you know, which are almost always beyond kind of the status quo in Hong Kong cinema. Yeah. He's always mm-hmm. pushing it. I, I also like that uncle Bill, one of his like character developments is that he has stomach problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another interesting, like running <laughs> gag. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. Um, so yeah, we, we go to a uh, mall scene. So May and yeah. uh, Chan are at the mall, and, and that's right. She Jackie's talking to May, saying, you know, "Basically, are you going to support me no matter what?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, like if you want to stay in the forest, that's fine." He says, "Oh, I quit the forest," yeah. and she's like, "Yes, oh, I'm so happy." <laughs> yep, that's really good. <laughs> but as always, it always comes back to him. Like he can never escape that police mm-hmm. life. And um, while they're at the mall, one of the police officers there tells him that there's been a bomb threat. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll help you guys out. And he kind of leaves May behind. And uh, we get to see uh, Wu Ma in a police uniform again, like we saw in Wheels on Meals, I believe. Oh, no, I think he was in Wheels on Meals. Uh, yes, he was madam. Like the, he has a little yeah. like bantering thing with a traffic cop. But we've. Uh, he has, yeah, he's like a Hong Kong legend for sure. Mm-hmm. But also, like a lot of Hong Kong legends, I think like they were still on 
some kind of contract with Golden Harvest, basically to be like day players whenever needed. So there's actually a lot of pretty big name actors and actresses that pop up just for a few moments in, in Police Story 2. And, yeah, Especially Mumas, in this scene. Yeah, because um, they realize that they're going to have to evacuate the building. So uh, Kakui, uh, Chan's character, he like triggers the alarm, but then nobody's really reacting. So he actually has to make an announcement. So they start to evacuate the building and some of the vendors in this scene yeah. there's two vendors that uh i recognize and one his name is dennis chan and he's actually from kickboxer he's like uh with van damme the right? dude yeah john claude yeah. van damme movie and then the other one is one of the other salespeople. he was the the chef from fist of legend his name is wong oh, san yeah. He's the guy oh, cool. that was kind of guilt-stricken about, you know, poisoning their master. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. And finally, later in the sequence, there's a firefighter that shows up, and that's played by Ken Lo, who I personally love in Drunken Master 2. Like, I can't wait totally. till we talk about him in that movie. Yeah, I was but... say, definitely a future episode, Drunken yeah. Master 2. Um, yeah, yeah the... case in point for the, yeah, just like kind of the high-profile bit parts in uh in this yeah. movie and actually a lot of like golden harvest movies of this period you know a lot of the especially some of the elder stars they didn't necessarily have vehicles uh for themselves so you know all the time and so sometimes mm. they have kind of just relegated to pretty small parts mm. and that's one of the things why like we'll see a lot of these hong kong like if you look at their like filmographies they'll have like a list of like 200 or 300 movies because they would just be around and be like all right come on and do this and they're like okay i'll work on this film for a day so you'll see a lot of that yeah totally yeah like the uh, i can't remember the actor's name but we called him out in the last episode the guy who was the night watchman and magnificent butcher and kind mm-hmm. of almost looks the same in police story one mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know i'm sure it's the kind of thing but- just like you know, pulling them in here, you know, here you go. There's a cool story. Uh, I think you might've heard it on the commentary, Carlos, where Jackie's uh regular driver, like the guy who would drive him to and from not just the set, but kind of wherever, wherever he had to go because he's on the payroll. Uh, Jackie basically kind of like roped him into being in the stunt team for this movie. So um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you first great. see him, I think like driving, driving the bad guy's car but then eventually he's like actually you know thrown into into fight sequences and stuff yeah he's like in the playground fight sequence (laughs) um so get to that yeah they they evacuate the building and um uncle bill and raymond the like the head boss uh guy he is kind of confronting jackie like oh what's going on like you're causing stuff again he's like well you know we we're doing our duty we had to evacuate them all so they end up evacuating everyone and they think that oh nothing's really going to happen but then a bomb actually does go yeah, off then does explode and i actually was kind of taken aback by it yeah so i figured i figured something was going to happen but I it definitely wasn't expecting it when it when it happened because it's like just after uh, Jackie and Raymond get out yeah. and and he's talking to Uncle Bill and then just cuts in the middle of their sentence and it just starts blowing yeah, up. It's a yeah. huge, huge explosion. I mean, it is. It sounds like, you know, Jackie wasn't totally pleased with the level of the pyrotechnics um, on the film, which is why he brought in some hollywood guys but yeah i'm with you matthew this this kind of blows you away this scene especially the way it's framed and just the pacing in the context like there's this brilliant almost like de palma ish untouchables ish kind of moment with jackie getting that bouncing ball Mm -hmm. um yeah 
earlier and it's playing with slow motion and the sound of each mm-hmm. bounce is really heavy and you're really expecting something to go off then. And then yeah. when it doesn't, you're like kind of completely off guard for uh, this mm-hmm. next moment. So yeah, I mean, we've mentioned before Jackie's sense of timing is so strong and here it really shows like in, in the edit and the setup of this this bomb sequence yeah and shortly after that you kind of find out that um there are some kind of terrorists that are trying to extort money out of these businessmen and uh that's what caused this explosion and that's gonna kind of pan out uh as the movie progresses that's kind of the plot for pretty much the rest of the movie is trying to figure out who these people are and you know where they're gonna hit next bomberman 64 sorry (laughs) uh the reason that jackie was even in the mall though is that he was uh, trying to get a vacation, and so we now see him and May on a plane, like, getting ready to go off to Bali to, you know, try to relax for a little bit. <laughs> and then, of course, Jackie gets pulled back in again, yep. and the flight attendant calls him off and say, you know, he says, I'll be right back. But then, of course, he f- comes in to find uh, Uncle Bill and the superintendent again, and they it, it's really kind of a... Like you're you're the only one that can do this, Jackie. And <laughs> like, ah, uh, great. It's almost like a sitcom situation. Yeah, how they end up yeah, pulling totally. him off the plane. It's like, and they know that May's with him, you know, and they just kind of let mm-hmm. the like the plane ends up uh, leaving without him, and like they don't feel too bad about that. <laughs> They're just like, whatever, we got Chan with us now. <laughs> yeah, and it mm. kind of almost starts setting up the expectation, and there's a little bit of this in the first movie that Maggie's character will just kind of get dumped on and be sort of the butt of the joke. But one of the things I love about Police Story Two is they they almost kind of start with that tone, and then they they take it to an interesting place, you know, where it's like they kind of get to have their cake and eat it too. I think where there definitely are some laughs and antics about kind of things not going great for May, but she also has you know, we respect her and we care about, you know, kind of her, her position in the relationship and everything. Yep. Mm. But And whenever Jackie is talking to them, the, he's getting ready to get back on the plane, but the plane's already left and he actually has May's passport with him, uh, which coming to play a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And so now it's time for a uh, little espionage. So uncle Bill and Jackie go to this like high rise office building and are gonna base and basically plant bl- bugs underneath the the conference table. They know these um, business owners are gonna be. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. Of. It's like Jackie's back, like on the force officially, but like his first mission is like this really sneaky, like definitely yeah. can't be legal kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's fun. It's like it's super fun. He even says something about you know, hey, Nixon got in big trouble because of something like this. Like, are you sure we're gonna do this? <laughs> yeah, that's and, cool. yeah. And I checked the dub and the sub, and it it says that in both versions. I was thinking maybe <laughs> that was something they just added for the dub. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But even before that, uh, there's a really goofy elevator gag that plays oh, on yeah. Uncle Bill's stomach problems. So they all get in the elevator, mm-hmm. and it's there's straight up a farting joke. <laughs> yeah, he's straight up just. <laughs> parts of the elevator and then everyone clears out yeah and he blames it and it's on funny because yeah, he blames it on jack yeah and he blames it on jackie yeah <laughs> it's uh, it funny because I, I thought that they were going to use that as a get them to clear out so that they have less witnesses around <laughs> right. but, you know, no, but i'm not going that funny, way gas yeah. the place <laughs> yeah i also feel like whenever i see like 80s like high-rise offices like this 
I just think of RoboCop. <laughs> oh, <totally. laughs> it always looks like RoboCop to me. <laughs> like there's these big um, meeting rooms and like all these dudes in suits and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but uh, so Jackie ends up busting in uh, with the help of Uncle Bill, distracting the secretary, and he ends up uh, hiding underneath the table and planting mm-hmm. the uh, bugs. Planting the bugs. And he kind of my favorite bit in this is whenever he's uh, he has to hide underneath the table because the meeting starts. And once the the guy, you know, like the boss is gets everyone to stand up to look at some, you know, boring business stuff, uh, Jackie just grabs one of the guy's suit jackets <laughs> yeah. and just tries to blend in with everyone else and then and then leaves as soon as he can. Yeah. And I love it's really subtle, but you can see the guy whenever he goes to sit back down is like looking around for his jacket. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> so after all of this, um, he ends up going back to the police station and it's pretty rainy out right now. And when he returns, Mars's character tells him immediately like May's here. And when he looks over to her, she just looks like she's such a wreck. Like she's drenched in water and she's completely distraught. And once she sees him, you can see like the fire in her eyes and she Mm -hmm. just lets it rip. Like she's totally going in on him and like, he's just kind of walking away like, terrified and embarrassed that this is happening in front of everyone else and uh, she makes her and way this is into such a cool shot it's too, like a it's yeah, just track. one it's really a ste- long steady cam shot too yeah, yeah. i don't yeah. think they really had just... any steady cams in the first movie oh yeah mm-hmm. no i don't think so either so she makes her way into like the men's locker room so you see actually upping the ante again right we got only to see one butt in the first movie yeah now we get to see a whole bunch of butts. We see several butts in this movie <laughs> but all the guys are like trying to cover themselves <laughs> up while she's in there screaming yeah <laughs> and then of course it ends with uh jackie tries to hide in a stall yeah and she just bursts open the next stall and you see it's uncle bill <laughs> just uncle sitting bill. there awkwardly <laughs> still has his stomach oh man. oh man it's really good it's really good i love it but yeah. um yeah she just kind of has had enough you know she's been getting getting treated so bad in their relationship and you really can't blame her for feeling oh, this no, way no. Yeah, no, um, no. She wants to just leave. So she's like, I hate you. Like, I don't ever yeah. want to see you again. Actually, it's funny because in the dub, they call him Jackie Chan in the dub. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, there's like a really great just yeah, audio great... clip of just her. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> that we put that in. Yeah, for sure. And uh, she makes her way out and she's still got her scooter. And um, mm-hmm. he's like trying to get her to not leave and once he grabs her shoulder strap she like has like a flashback yeah, from it's the first like movie dreadnought, yeah yeah like when they go to the red like filter yeah like, yeah yeah right yeah. exactly it's exactly like that but see i feel like the last time we saw the red filter for a flashback it was for something that happened like <laughs> the five same, minutes before right, that scene right. in the same movie, <laughs> so it makes sense yeah. for it to be in a different movie so yeah it's pretty good <laughs> but so there. You know, they're pretty broken up now. Yeah, bad news. And, well, there's that great business, this, too, where she's like, don't touch me. Like, I don't want to see you. And she's like, why aren't you helping mm-hmm. me get my scooter? <laughs> right. <It's, laughs> yeah, really she's cute. awesome. And, you know, it's this is another yeah. little moment that, like, makes it a Jackie Chan movie. I feel like in, like, typical kind of action sequence like this, we're usually so on the side of the hero that sometimes they'll play the upset girlfriend like, oh, it's so annoying that she's upset. Like, can't she yeah. just like him or whatever? And like you guys were saying it's like you're really on her side here um yeah even though it's sweet like when jackie sees her 
and she's totally drenched he's actually super happy you know and he's just like oh man yeah. it's so good to see you but it's like uh it doesn't yeah. it doesn't work that way but <laughs> yeah but this leads to probably my favorite fight scene oh, in man. this movie and that's the the playground fight or yeah. the park fight i guess worth the price if you, of admission if you're trying to sure. find it that's i'm sure you can find just the scene by itself but, oh yeah for sure uh He's Jackie's chasing May into the park, and whenever he's you know talking to her a little bit, we get to see Chunku again, and he just he just kind of pops up, even though he's not really the main villain of the movie. Right. You don't actually see the main main villain until like an hour in, but he definitely just keeps popping up to, yeah, to be he, annoying. For in the sure, movie. he's an antagonist. Like, but that's, yeah, he just yeah. kind of antagonizes things, and he's yeah, yeah maybe kind of asking for his spectacles to get smashed one more time. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, it ends up becoming. I I don't know. I kind of like seeing him because yeah. it's like oh you know he's gonna get oh, his yeah. but also he's, oh no definitely he's like a really that. good character actor like he's really he's really living it up in this world and some of the best fights mm-hmm. like relate more to his story than yeah, the actual villains do. yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah for this, sure. When, this playground oh man yeah when they finally all kind of um grab uh jackie chan and they're kind of taunting him there's the one dude that picks up the gun he's got sunglasses on at night yeah <laughs> but he totally because they're that cool yeah he reminds me of like one of biff's goons and like back to the future <laughs> right. totally, totally. kind of has that uh, same character going on but they use these are totally some some 80s goons yeah. going on with like these way too big suits and mm-hmm. huge shoulder pads and stuff yep but the yeah once this fight starts it's like the best they've all got like these metal like batons that they're using to fight with and they're flipping around on the the playground equipment yeah all of this stuff yeah yeah i mean this is they're moving so fast yeah like it's incredible how fast they're moving i mean you know Mm -hmm. like police story one there's there's a little bit of subtle undercranking here and there but it's all done super tastefully and and it kind of doesn't even totally matter i mean it would be fast in slow motion some of this stuff it's uh, mm-hmm. It's amazing, and and we've said a lot about how brilliant Jackie is at using his environment and kind of mm-hmm. seeing the kung fu in an object or a yeah, setting. But totally. this this has to be one of the ultimate ones because I think we can all relate to this, right? Like when you play mm-hmm. on the playground as a kid, like your oh, imagination yeah. goes wild, and you see it as kind of this like action set piece. Totally. I don't know if I had watched this movie growing up. Yeah, I don't think. No playground would ever have been the same. I know. <laughs> I probably would have broken my spine trying to do some of the stuff they do in this. Man. Because oh, the, the, the thing that stuck out to me was the one guy who it's on like a jungle gym thing and Jackie like pushes him up and he perfectly like stuffs his body through one of yeah, the bars yeah. of the jungle gym. Yeah, like he fits and I was between two that, rungs like, of the bars. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's awesome. And I was thinking like whenever I, I, I worked at an after school program in high school. And there actually was a time where a kid legitimately got stuck in one of those. Oh, whoa, <laughs> so I was nice. thinking, like this kid is like, there's a girl who was like fourth grade, and I was thinking she got stuck in this. This is a grown man just pops right through it. <laughs> yeah, he folds like a sandwich in between the two rungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a dude that gets kicked in the head, and they use a slow mo shot for that. And um, oh, yeah, when I was checking out like the extra features on the Dragon Dynasty DVD, um, the stuntman says like, yeah, the first guy that 
did that shot, he actually got knocked out and they had to take him to the hospital. So um, the next stuntman was able to actually get a successful take of that shot. And when he kicks his head, you see that he like falls to the ground pretty dramatically. And what they do is they have a a wire like pulled on like your ankle or your your foot. So they'll use the wire to pull you down to the ground even faster. I remember seeing this. I was thinking that seemed almost like Un- unreal how fast he fell down so yeah you know back in the day a lot of times people would say oh no jackie chan doesn't use strings but i remember <sighs> seeing like a documentary somewhere or like a tv special when i was younger about him talking about some of this stuff and he say yeah we do use strings and he didn't and the example was that so it's like mm-hmm. you're not using a string sure. to keep a guy floating in the air which they actually yeah. do end up doing in this movie yeah for with one, the abba um, abba guy he's yeah they'll do that in good. there but most of the time it's in subtle ways that will just add to the energy of the fight without it looking fantastical and that's a great example of that yeah i think he shows a little uh demo of kind of how he and the stunt team use wires in the jackie chan my stunts which if, yeah if you have, if you're listening out there and you haven't seen before it's yeah amazing yeah for sure you, you have to see it it's really good um i think that you could probably find it on youtube yeah um, i think so or at least a few months ago it was on there still yeah it's really cool but uh yeah he ends up doing another really cool vehicle stunt too where he's like trapped in an alleyway and um the That's bad guys so are chasing him and he runs up to the end of the alleyway and hops over like the car as it hits the wall as it crashes the wall yeah, and then he oh, just like so does cool. like a drop kick to the drivers and mm. it's so cool because he's so amped up after getting those guys that the other goons are kind of cornering him in the alley but he doesn't care and he's marching towards them looking real fierce and he steps mm-hmm. on like a juice box and the pop from the juice box <laughs> scares them <laughs> all <Sounds good. laughs> yeah and then he's still so amped up because you know may's involved in all of this too and he's kind of fed up with it all and uh he finds john Koo and he's gonna like he's holding his own gun to him he's like go ahead shoot me i don't care and he gets so scared that he turns around and runs into a light pole and breaks his own glasses and breaks his glasses again (laughs) so we're at like three times in the movie already yeah but yeah i like when when he finally reunites with with may um kind of like we were saying before i don't know the way that characters are are written or portrayed here is really great because she's concerned for him and is like glad to know that he's safe but doesn't really change like where the two of them are like in the relationship or whatever but it also doesn't feel like it's sort of like a thanks for nothing moment. Like we've all seen those in movies where it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. don't you see like what he just like went through? So I, I don't know. I really like mm-hmm. how this, this little scene is acted here. And I mean, of course, like Maggie Chung is one of the great actresses. And I think we've been trying to argue, you know, that Jackie Chan's one of the great screen actors. And this is a great yeah. little mm-hmm. moment um, following mm-hmm. probably the best action in the movie. For sure. Mm-hmm. But he heads, we get to see Jackie the next day heading back to the station and uh, he gets introduced to these, uh, like Carlos has written down, cool kids. It's <laughs> <So> these <laughs> undercover so cops cool, that man. they're very, very cool in a very like 80s kind of It's way. almost like oh, a yeah, 21 Jump 80s. Street like situation. Yeah, it is. It is like that. The other thing is that in that crowd, there's a character actor that I recognize too. And it's actually... The guy that played the Flasher right at the beginning of Yes, Madam. Of Yes, Madam. Yeah. He's like in the back row. (laughs) I saw that. And whenever um, 
or whenever I read that you put that there, I had to kind of scrub through the movie and find it. I was like, oh, that is him. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like the guy has a really distinct face. Uh-huh. He looks really goofy. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's in that group. Um, yeah. And they just basically introduce him. They're going to help them uh, kind of like perform a sting so they can find out who these uh, like bombing uh, extortionists are. But so Jackie himself also has to go uh, undercover. And Jackie's way of going undercover is almost literally wearing a glasses with a big nose and a mustache. It's but great. it's like, so great. Oh, it's so man. funny it's so to great. see him with the mustache on. <laughs> oh, man. It's really good. Yeah, so he kind of goes into... The, it's like a... I don't know. It's like a marine-themed restaurant it looks like they're on a boat and uh yeah, it took he me back to like guy. the popeye movie with robin williams <laughs> yeah <and Shelley laughs> a little bit yeah i haven't uh, seen that since i was like a little kid yeah me neither but for some reason i was like oh i feel like there's a scene very similar to this anyways <laughs> maybe i guess <laughs> Yes. That's basically a kung fu movie, right? Uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so Jackie shows up and he's talking to this guy that he thinks, "Oh yeah, I can uh get explosives from this guy." So then once yeah. we uh track this guy down, that might lead us to the terrorists. And um yeah. it's kind of one of these kind of shady deal where nobody yeah. trusts anyone, you know? And yeah. uh, the guy's like, okay, I'm just going to make a phone call real quick. And he's like, you're going to have to wait. I get, my guys are going to be here shortly. And sure enough, like, the cops show up. And um, <laughs> Jackie Chan has to, like, basically uh, punch his way out of this situation. Yeah. It, he makes quick work of the two guys that show up. But um, and I took note there, uh, CID. Yeah. And... CID stands for Criminal Investigation Department, mm. but it's a that's what it's that's a UK holdover the the yeah, name totally. for for that. But it's but the the name CID is what it's called in the UK, and that's a holdover in Hong Kong as well. So that's why we're called that. Oh, cool! Yeah, you you definitely see a lot of the you know colonial influence in the movie still because mm-hmm. um, you'll see like in the police station a lot of stuff that relates to like the british empire mm-hmm. right and yeah there's like a union jack flag waving behind raymond and some of the yeah and there's a you see union jack at the mall and and stuff too oh man i never connected uh, this it's probably like a nod to raymond chow right that the boss is named raymond yeah, oh, yeah could maybe be. Yeah, he's the executive <laughs> producer i believe that he's kind of the boss of the movie in a way so yeah he's the boss man uh, or boss of the studio oh uh, but yeah he he fights off these guys and and I love that he, Jackie, after he fights these guys, he tracks down the seller again, um, who's like trying to put the moves on this girl at his apartment. And <laughs> dude he is kind so of... confident given like his digs. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mean... his apartment's tiny. <laughs> but it's also kind of amazing because it's like he like drives his car into what yeah. looks like a truck or something, but it's basically like this vehicle lift. It's kind of neat, and then like they're up on this other level, and there's this like makeshift garden and stuff. But it looks yeah, like anyways, he's, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's know. like a secret base. It looks like he's got like yeah. a, a an apartment in like a shipping container on the dock. <laughs> right. So, like, yeah. He, totally. he like drives his van up onto like a forklift, and the forklift brings him up to his secret hideout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. 
I mean, I don't know how you would come up with something like that, but it's an interesting setting for the next scene. So, um, it is. yeah, he's he's there with his little lady and um, mm-hmm. like they're kind of flirting with each other. But then it's funny, yeah. like Jackie Chan just pops out like out of nowhere from like the side <laughs> of the frame. <laughs> and then yeah. like things go down to he's like, I, you know, I wanted to do this deal. And he's like, I just yeah. wanted to know if you were a cop or not. And so I love that. He says, I wanted to just make sure that you weren't a cop. And then, like, a minute later, he pulls out his badge and arrests the guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty funny. (laughs) And I love it because he, whenever he does, uh, he's leaning down to, like, show Jackie the merchandise. And while he's leaning down, the girl he's with, you see her get all frightened. It's like, I I literally, I don't know the guy. I've never (laughs) met him before. And there's a great, like, I think we've been saying, you know, the movie might not be as heavily, like, or anyways, there's maybe less concentration of action in Police Story 2 than Police Story 1. Mm-hmm. But Jackie does try to fill every moment possible with some kind of little physical business. And the way he takes out his badge and gun here and just mm-hmm. the camera angle and the mustache and the glasses. This is pretty, pretty darn Yeah, cool. it actually yeah. ends up looking very iconic. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so next next scene is we get to see the some of the some of the cool kids from before doing uh good cop bad cop routine only the the good cop is like being all flirtatious and stuff and then bad cop is beating the crap out of the guy yeah it's a little i thought it was a little extreme but oh i loved it i thought it was great (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah this is a pretty memorable sequence from the movie Mm -hmm. and kind of unlike uh uh, definitely unlike any other jackie chan film i can think of um Mm -hmm. like a super kind of girl power moment in an awesome way yeah 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 for sure for sure you got the three uh undercover cops they're kind of buttering the guy up but he still won't yeah. talk so then they end up in having to intimidate him and i like that the mm-hmm. one of the first things they do is her name's crystal quack she yeah um, and she's takes American, a cigarette actually. yeah she's really good in this and she takes a cigarette that she's smoking and she puts it out with her own fingertips. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah. And <laughs> and she actually says in like the extras that um, they trained her to do that by what what they do is they rub ice cubes on your fingers so your fingers are numb. So then you can get away with uh, touching the tip <laughs> of the cigarette. That's like <laughs> with the last movie where it's like, um, oh, what you do is you use like an industrial strength umbrella. It's like, you still have to do it. <laughs> you it's still like, got to yeah. do it. Right. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. It's not, Oh, they use fake ashes. It's not, they just rub right. ice on it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, that's the, I suppose like the Jackie Chan stunt man ethos. It's like, here's how to make this stunt possible. You know, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily always like, you know, how can you avoid pain? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But they end up getting uh, him to squeal about, uh, yeah, you know who his supplier is and their situation. Yeah. So the next thing that they have to do is kind of stake out um, yeah. one of their suspects. So they've yeah. got this like is a this... really cool montage. Yeah, of, of stakeout. It's of really all cool. People following each other and the guy like darting in and out of the subway, thinking that he's being followed, but but there's just people waiting both in the stations and inside of the train. Yeah, it's, it's such a cool kind of a really cool, cool like cat and mouse subway train yeah, game, totally. which kind of reminded me of the French Connection, you know? Yeah, with, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. Yep. And um, the other thing I really liked too before that is when they're doing surveillance, they have like this van that's like labeled as like Canon camera, <laughs> oh, right. but like the actual lens of the image on the side of the van is an actual camera. Which is an actual camera. Hilarious. <laughs> that made me, so that made me laugh. Hidden in plain sight. <laughs> 
It's really, yeah. really good. A lot, of, a lot of good product placement in this movie. Yeah, yeah dude. Canon, Jackie Chan's selling out hardcore in this movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's not like at any point he ever is like, man, I could go for a Pepsi right now. Right. <laughs> Doesn't ever quite get that bad. but Yeah, I mean, and it's like, you know, puts uh, food in the stuntmen's mouths or whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I don't, I don't blame him. That's like, like we said, that, that bit's funny enough to, to mention. Yeah, totally. <laughs> So they do end up finding the like their secret uh, warehouse where they're keeping all their stuff. So they're staking this place out for a couple of days, and uh, then eventually, like uh, Kakui, he's gonna like check out the place at night. So he like gets to do his little uh, hop in the gate thing again, and he enters the building with a flashlight. This is at night, and uh, they're kind of snooping around, and eventually they encounter uh, an interesting character that. Well, I mean, I come to love in this movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They run into this guy, and he seems like he's like just this mute character. And he's played by Benny Lai, who was also... Deaf and mute. Yeah. Because he, was, right. he doesn't hear them sneaking up. Sure. Um, he was in the first movie as a couple of different characters. You'll see him like on like their police squad, but also the first big fight sequence in Police Story. He's one of the guys that he's fighting with in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, kind of indispensable to the team because he's like an incredible uh, kicker, especially. Oh man, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's the best. So um, yeah, they encounter him and they realize, oh, we're having trouble communicating. So. Um, Mars is trying to get some information out of him, and Jackie's looking around, and Mars gra- I mean, the mute character, he grabs, like, a remote control for, like, an RC car, and yeah. he starts <laughs> driving it around, and you're like, what? And then once the car <laughs> reaches towards Jackie, it blows up, which is so crazy. <laughs> so but it cool. also yep. blows up in, like, a little bite-sized RC kind of way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah this like, is, like, a really crazy contraption and, and it comes back like towards the end i don't know how did like what'd you what you guys think of the rc um dude I, I really like it it's is, is really cool it's so uh, random it's, it's i love the... it it's yeah, so good totally. and then just in addition to that that benny's performance as a martial artist oh, in man, this scene yeah. you know like mm-hmm. he and once he does and that he immediately too. yeah it's it's very ex- yeah. explosive in the martial arts way in, where, in every sense yeah, yeah he does like five like high kicks to mars's head in a row mm-hmm. and then he does like a jump off the wall kick to knock him away and then they mm-hmm. lose him after that but it's just yeah it's so weird it's so cool i i just i love him so much <laughs> He's really good. But the other thing I wanted to bring up is that there's an episode of Batman, the animated series that I really like where um, Batman's character, there's like this bomber that's kind of terrorizing the city. And what you end up finding out is this bomber is making like these little kind of RC cars that are like finding their targets and like driving underneath a car and exploding. And I, I have to imagine that somebody involved with the show had seen this movie because it's such a specific device yeah that it's it's i can't imagine that two other two random people would come up with the same idea um well, and, it's and a really even good though it didn't get like show. a wide release in america or whatever i mean jackie chan i mean police story 2 is still like a very big international movie so yeah oh totally yeah impossible. yeah for sure so i just oh, yeah. thought that was really interesting oh yeah wow. no I, I remember that episode that's yeah. that's totally i feel like there's a I feel like there's like a GTA mission where you have an RC car. Oh, something yeah, up. there definitely is. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just really cool. But yeah, it's, it's a it's a cool thing. It's a cool little little device. Mm-hmm. 
so we get a couple of shots of just them kind of doing some planning and and you know plotting for how to you know to to track down these bombers and we see may again may comes to give jackie a kind of like a goodbye letter uh and meets him at the police station and uh the bad guys kind of roll up to the 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 bomber guys or who we find out later are the bomber guys and they see her and they um <laughs> they like plant a bunch of bombs all over the place and start exploding them and there's this really kind of terrifying bit where the there's a secretary that has gets like this big bouquet of flowers with a letter on it and we see off screen this explosion coming from her her desk yeah and it's kind of like kind of harrowing a little bit yeah you see her flop down and everybody's really uh afraid because they were expecting yeah something to happen so everybody's on high alert and um Mm. they didn't realize that it would be something like almost like a two-pronged attack where um the guy that they were interrogating earlier ran into the the bombers and they kind of think that he ratted them out so well i mean he did so what they end up doing is they set him up so he has to walk into the police station with a suitcase and they detonate that uh, at the same yeah. time as and that that's happens, a crazy over at stunt the, uh, because you see him like yeah. a wit in flame before another giant explosion, probably the biggest explosion yeah. of the, the movie so far. Um, it's really mm-hmm. dramatic that shot yeah. of them, the dude walking and his the suitcase exploding. It's really well, and all this mm-hmm. the, the suspense leading up to the explosions is really amazing. I mean, it's almost like Dark Knight level or Michael Mann yeah, a little bit. or something. And I can't imagine it's what anyone was expecting um, out of Pui's story, too. But, yeah, it really kind of makes this movie super distinct for the era. Uh, Uncle Bill, Raymond, and Jackie, again, kind of are, are talking with the, the undercover cop people. And they are all just trying to, you know, kind of figure out what all happened. And And Jackie gives this whole spiel about how, like... That's the way it goes. Nobody said it was going to be easy. Remember, we're not dealing with normal criminals. They're terrorists. I'd gladly have died. I would if it meant other people wouldn't suffer. But the trap's been set and we'll catch the rats as soon as they smell the money. And then whenever the superintendent comes in, then Uncle Bill uses the exact same lines to to the superintendent. We've got no choice. What could we do? This is a tough case. Just remember, these are not normal criminals. They're terrorists. I would have died gladly. Yes, I would. I certainly would if it meant helping others. But super... Now the trap's been set. We'll catch those rats soon as they smell the money. That's all just talk. What we need here is action. Yeah. And then whenever the superintendent talks to his superiors, he says the exact same line that the two of them (laughs) use. We've got no choice. We must apprehend these animals. In fact, they're not just normal criminals. They're animals. I would have gladly died if it meant no one else suffered. We'll get them. The trap's set and we'll catch the rats when they smell the cheese. It's, yeah, it's really <laughs> funny how they play this serious scene and then just flip yeah. it Start totally upside down. It gets yeah. funny. Yeah, but part really of what good. what's funny about it is, like, no one ever breaks. Like, there's nothing goofy about, mm-hmm. like, how yeah, this Yeah, it's deadpan. Yeah, it's just so good. And poor May just can't get a break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we see that May is back with her, her aunt again, and she's just putting some groceries into a car, and the bomber's just 
roll up in a van, grab her, and roll and this away. This is probably the fastest it's... action of the whole movie, or I don't know, or, or maybe yeah. it just like is surprising or something. How quickly they yeah. grab her into the van is just like freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a football like, tackle, oh. like a, yeah, a linebacker yeah. just running straight ahead and just grabs her and right into the van, and then she's gone. Yeah, and then so her aunt, who already wasn't on like great terms with Jackie, like. She calls him up at the station to basically report what's happened to May. And there's a great little bit mm-hmm. of business when um, Jackie, or they forward the call into Raymond's office. He has like a second phone. And Jackie takes the call on that phone. And, you know, he's shocked and immediately wants to run out. But when he hangs up the phone, he hangs it up on Raymond's phone. And it's really clear because <laughs> right. one is black and one is phone. white. And Raymond's in the <laughs> middle white. of a call. And like, so it like hangs up on it as Jackie runs off. Yeah. It's a great little moment yeah that's awesome i love that (laughs) and now jackie is sure because obviously john ku is the one that had to do with the past several times that may got kind of messed up so he's like well this has to be them so he finds where they are and just starts just starts immediately beating up dudes and and like breaking his way in probably my favorite bit here is whenever he's trying to get in to the the building itself there's like this big door, this big glass door that's locked. And so he just grabs a grill that's nearby <laughs> and just slams it into the glass and it's in slow-mo. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Really good. Yeah, so he's really pissed. And he makes his way up to where Chu Tao is. And um, once he enter- enters the room, you see that Chu Tao's laid out. Like, he's in really bad shape. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He's like, he's like all sick. On respirators and stuff. And he doesn't care, though. Like, he ro- runs yeah. right over to John and <laughs> shakes him up a bit. And then he runs over to Chu Tao. And he's like, you know, where's me? And he's like, it wasn't me. I, I, I'm just sick. Yeah, the shaggy you know? defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so, the, the, um, the nurse is just trying to do her job. She's like, yeah. no, like, do not take his, like... Yeah, his life support off. And then finally we get to see another uh, shot of John getting his glasses shattered. And this one is almost like yeah. uh, the way that like he moves is almost just like the first time in Police Story. Yeah, it is. He does the like rubber band bounce back and he mm-hmm. like reels back up and both of his lenses are busted. It's it's perfect. And the, you get this really great kind of shot of Chu Tao clapping. like because <laughs> Yeah, every punch is so. Yeah, because what you kind of learn from this scene is that John is just kind of there trying like a parasite trying to get yeah, uh, some of Chu Tao's like, wealth out of him before yeah, he dies. Before he dies, yeah. <laughs> so he uh, ends up hearing from the bombers and they say, okay, well, you know, you got to come to this place. And he hears me on the phone, so he knows that he has to go to get her and uh, once he arrives at the place, they call him into the house, and he gets knocked mm-hmm. out right away. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, the instant he walks in, the guy comes from behind, just hits in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, we get, I don't think we've had a good torture scene in a while, so <laughs> we get we get one of those in this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jackie's tied up, and he wakes up, and he sees that May is bound and gagged uh, on a bench nearby and he immediately calls to her and all the guys are kind of uh, going through his stuff and trying to get information and uh, one of the bad guys finds the letter that May wrote to him so what they end up doing is just to torture the both of them uh, Mm -hmm. they end up reading the letter and it's basically a breakup letter and it's really wrenching for the both of them not just that they're bound you know it's like this physical and emotional stress that they have mm-hmm. to deal with. Yeah, this is that like unique thing about like Hong Kong cinema and maybe maybe even this movie. It's like 
it's these two tones that are happening at the same time, but it like totally works. Like there's something really dramatic and kind of touching about Jackie and Maggie's acting here, but mm-hmm. it's also super funny that it's coming out. Yeah. This way. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, and the, and it never like tips all the way into like humor all the way into the like serious, melodrama yeah. or whatever. It's just, yeah, this is a great little. Oh, that's really moment. great. And, and a nice way for us to get the content of the letter. You know, it's so much more interesting. It is. Than yeah. If you had some voiceover a, yeah, at exactly. the time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I just like the, how the goons are acting, you know, during this, they're like kind of, Oh, like so sappy. Yeah. Like. They're being all, all <laughs> mocking him yeah. and everything. So they're kind of getting a, a kick out of it. But, um, yeah, they end up kind of doing some torture stuff where they're, throwing these have you guys ever seen those little poppers i was gonna say i totally had these i remember getting these uh so the way growing up savannah the way fourth of july new year's worked is uh for the longest time fireworks were illegal in georgia but they are super not illegal in south carolina and we lived like 15 (laughs) minutes from the border so every Fourth of July, we would drive up, and of course, there was like these massive fireworks warehouses just over the border, and we would always go up there. And they had they had crazy stuff there, like they have stuff that you still can't buy in Georgia. <laughs> um, oh, wow. But they had these little, or I guess they had really small versions of these poppers, and these are like really big ones. Yeah, they're like super and, sized versions of those. Um, and granted, they would they would hurt. If you got hit by them, I don't think they'd hurt as much as Jackie's making it look like they hurt in this, but you know, yeah, it's a movie, so yeah, they just kind of well, and they would put some, they put some kind of gel or something on. Yeah, they said on his body yeah for the scene that he had some kind of flame retardant gel, mm-hmm. and um, but yeah, those little poppers, I would see them at like a state fair or something like that, or like um, uh, yeah, so I would always have those, and we would always like me and my brother would always be throwing those at each other, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. Of <laughs> but course. growing up, if I'd encounter those anywhere, I'd always buy a box because it comes in like uh-huh. 50 in a little box yeah. and they're super cheap. And they keep for a pretty good while. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. So like, <laughs> so in my relationship with my wife, there are two things that are basically banned for me forever getting. <laughs> or the, one are those poppers because I cost so much trouble with those. And the other one is mm-hmm. sticky hands because I always... <laughs> mess with people with sticky hands <laughs> that's funny but even still i mean if i see those poppers anywhere i always buy a box <laughs> yeah, i said you have your your secret secret carlos cave where you keep <laughs> sticky hands and poppers yeah <laughs> sorry i just saw in your notes you wrote they set him up the bomb oh yeah <laughs> Oof. <laughs> i haven't thought about that in forever yeah but they do set him up the bomb yeah, they, they uh they they wire up jackie with a with a bomb vest and it's one of those funny yeah, things. Man. It's pre nine eleven world. You can't really do that in a in a comedy movie nowadays. Yeah, unless it's like a you know like a really dark kind of comedy. Uh, yeah, Jackie's super ahead of like a lot of topics in Police Story mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, they they wire him up on this bomb vest, and it's it's a whole you know. If you want to take this off, then you have to. If you you have to do what we say, or we'll hit this button, you'll explode. If you try to break one of the wires, then it'll explode. And uh, they need to get him to get the money from the businessmen they've been uh, blackmailing and you know blowing up their buildings and stuff. Yeah, they're and, just they're just trying to get the money that they want to extort out of these guys. So they send Jackie on his way, and um, he makes his way over to the office. And this is now what puts him kind of in the same situation like in the first movie where it was like 
he was on the yeah, run he, when he took Raymond. Yeah, hostage it's it's kind of mirroring that kind mm-hmm. of situation in this movie. But he goes up to the uh, office and he says, like, you know, I have to go right now. And they're like, stop, don't yeah. move. They're like holding a gun up to him, and he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, and he opens yeah. up. He's like, if you do anything i'll blow up you know and they're like oh my god what's happening they're like let him go let him go so then he ends Mm -hmm. up uh taking the suitcase full of money and um they're like making a run for it he tells the the bomber guys that are in another van that hey there's people tailing well he also grabs this wire this pair of wire yeah sure sure um from the secretary's yeah. desk. Yeah, they're like the, the snippers for the like the flowers that she has on her desk. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, actually, it's like really smart um, uh, planning on Jackie Chan, on his character's part, because um, he kind of makes it a way to break away from them, saying that, hey, I'll lose those guys if you guys just take this exit. So he runs down into an underground tunnel, which will eliminate the radio signal for for the remote detonation and he kind of blocks off the highway and um Mm -hmm. he's basically able to take the wiring from the car which is yeah it's crazy (laughs) and yeah it's crazy he rips out the wires from the car like it looks like he's trying to hot wire it but he just takes the wires this is the kind of thing they learned in peking up yeah any situation (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you thinking about like my job as like a maintenance type guy and like Mm -hmm. Wow, Jackie Chan could like probably work with me and figure out stuff because like <laughs> yeah, totally. you know this is like yeah. jumping like wires and stuff like that. That's like stuff yeah. I encounter. <laughs> uh-huh. But I can't. Yeah, he... I'm not super ripped, and I can't bust through a wire with a pair of pliers like he does. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like yeah, somehow they turn that into a stunt. But it's like you're kind of hanging on the edge of your seat, and it's like oh man, yeah, you can do for it. sure, for like, sure. Wow, he mm-hmm. cuts <laughs> so he's able yeah. to remove the vest. And, uh, yeah, he like gets the wires to like, like you said, jump over from uh, so that he can snip the the normal wires and and you know take the take the vest off. Yeah, and I was I was thinking I was expecting him to like grab the vest and like throw it in the river or something, but he just kind of leaves it. In, <laughs> yeah, it's in still the down there. <laughs> I guess I mean if you to this day, yeah, yeah. if you yeah, wanted to, to yeah, like, some say it's still there today. Put a bomb somewhere like an underground tunnel depending on where the tunnel is could be a good idea because yeah. it's not going to blow up a building or something. But yeah, I also true. like the shot of him running outside of the tunnel. He's just I know. Hauling, yeah, that's classic. He's super... There is nothing quite like Jackie Chan just running as fast as he can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. See, Tom Cruise saw that shot and his career changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. That's great. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it is kind of interesting. It's, it's one of those uh, shots, like, it's so... It, it works because like we all love Jackie and he just mm-hmm. looks so cool. But it's also like a little bit like, why are we watching this? Like, cause the, cause like you say, it's not like he's running out of there because the bomb's about to blow and yeah. he has to get out there in time. It's just, yeah, I don't know. He's just it, trying to get th- out. There's, yeah. There's a few moments. I mean, kind of like the opening with the Mitsubishi trucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. There, there are a couple of spots in police story too, where um, it doesn't necessarily make total sense what's happening mm-hmm. um and i guess you'd only call it out because the rest of the movie is so strong mm-hmm. but and but because you know the movie is really long kind of it feels like there's yeah, some stuff they could yeah. cut out yeah. but it, it ends up it ends up working because i think i don't know this you're really compelled by the movie mm-hmm. and jackie is just like a one-of-a-kind yeah star and you'd kind of watch him do everything but one thing i do love is that like once the vest is off like it's almost like 
uh, Jackie's character is just like more unburdened than he's ever right. been. Yeah, right. like from here to the end of the movie is just kind of a kind of an action. Yeah, joy. just nonstop. Because to to get back to the what one of one of the guys hideouts, um, he he climbs up on on a roof and jumps oh, from man, so a semi truck onto a double decker bus, and then like dodges signs and crashes into a window. It's if you've never seen Police Story two, this is probably a clip that you've seen. Yeah, somewhere. we'll we'll try uh, to include this. Uh, yeah, for sure on the description. But yeah, this is but he's I, almost I, kind I of totally taking the double decker stuff from the last movie mm-hmm. and kind of like almost yeah, go going where he didn't go in that sequence. Yeah. And um, I remember during that whole little Tekken episode where there's the sequence of them oh, you know yeah. jumping. Oh yeah, totally. And, and I was I was remembering the scene from this movie. I couldn't think of it at the time. But um yeah, this is the scene where He's yeah, he jumps onto two moving vehicles. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that semi and then the oh, double decker bus. And then from that, he would jump off of the double decker bus into like a glass uh sign. Mm-hmm. And well, and he also does that like that flip over the hanging oh, sign right. yeah, and totally. then the duck under the, Oh man, that's one of the most yeah, yeah, it's really good. Beautiful shots. Yeah, and uh, and apparently like stunt stunt guys were running like alongside the vehicles with a mattress trying to keep up <laughs> in case Jackie would fall. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that just had to be terrifying. Oh yeah. For oh, for sure. For sure. Involved. And they said that mm-hmm. they couldn't have the uh, street blocked off for too long. So they didn't really have as much time as they wanted to prepare for the stunt. So they practiced like with mm-hmm. uh slower moving vehicles uh, one time. And then they did the shot with the, uh, faster moving vehicles and they were a bit faster than they expected but they were still able yeah. to accomplish the stunt and um when jackie chan jumped through the glass he ended up hurting his head as well so and you see that in the outtakes <laughs> you see that at the end yeah. yeah but so now he whenever he crashes through that sign he runs into one of the the bomber guys and he gets the bomber guy to take him to the to the like the final stage yeah <laughs> uh, which is a an abandoned. We should just call him Bomberman. Yeah, Bomberman. Yeah, yeah. He he gets the one of the Bombermen, and uh, what did you say earlier? Blow up guys, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, blow up that. For, yeah, for the Those blow are, up guys. Yeah, blow up guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess one of the blow up guys take to the blow up guy headquarters, <laughs> which is an abandoned fireworks factory. When are they gonna get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> and he, this is such a cool usage of the. You know, usage of surroundings with, you know, lots yeah. of fireworks going off. Jackie breaks in and, and finds May. And one of the first things he does whenever the guys are trying to, you know, get at him is he shoots at some fireworks and they just start going off. And and from there on out, it's just there's lots of explosions just happening all throughout this particular scene. It's so, ah, so cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Like, uh, they're chasing each other, and um, he's trying to protect Maggie at the same time as the, you know, they're trying to fight him. So he ends up falling down, like, this chute that's, like, looks like he falls down, like, four stories. And yeah, they're throwing, like, yeah. barrels at him the whole time. There's, like, some Donkey Kong stuff going on. With, Total Donkey Kong. That's what I had written <laughs> yeah, down, too. With Jackie Chan trying to get up the chute. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Maggie's doing a lot in this sequence, too. She's running around a lot. And she ended up getting hurt, like Marty said. 
pretty yeah, bad. So um, she's running movie. through some. Uh, they look like bed frames, basically, and um, she wasn't running fast enough, and one of them like clocked her in the head, and she got a pretty bad wound on her head. Yeah, and um, yeah, for the rest yeah, of the it's, movie, it's too bad because it, like it, it's from the the shot that where it happened, it's like from behind, and they easily could have used a yeah. double. Yeah, and apparently Jackie, it was like a second unit thing, and Jackie wasn't there when it happened mm. so you know there's kind of speculation like oh would that have happened sure if, you know yeah right right around? right who knows who mm-hmm. knows so for the rest of the movie you don't ever see her and she's actually uh doubled for the rest of the movie by crystal clock the one of the undercover agents oh cool yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. but like you're saying like maggie maggie chung you know she's a great actress but she's definitely not as much of a, a stunt person as mm-hmm. as some of the other folks on but i also side. feel bad because it's almost like a art imitating life thing like may it's like Aww. oh you don't get to be at the end of yeah, the movie that's, really nice. um, yeah. that's funny uh, but yeah no this is a great sequence kind of uh you know like in in yes madam we ran into like a wonderful like final fight that took advantage of like a great location mm-hmm. um yeah you get some but huge this, this kind of shows like the jackie chan version of that yeah, yeah for sure for sure like um you know one of the uh bomber goons gets like kicked out of the outside of the building and he like slides mm-hmm. down a huge like um cover for a staircase that looks really cool and then one of the other guys mm-hmm. gets tossed out of the building as well and he ends up falling through like some neon light signs and um yeah one of the stunt guys was talking about talking to one of the technicians saying like hey you you got to be careful on this because you know this is all like high voltage and if you touch any of this you could die and he's like i didn't really think about it until then but then once he told me that I was really scared. <laughs> oh, no. And then um, the other thing is that they wouldn't use like really well padded outfits for these stunts because they're shot far away. So you can have like padding on your outfit without it being too distracting. When he did the stunt, he didn't get electrocuted. But the one of the guys was like, don't touch him. And when he looked, he had like one of the neon lights like were stuck in his back. And he could have gotten stabbed really bad like because of that stunt. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he was wearing some padding. But, you know, had he been wearing like more appropriate padding, he wouldn't have got injured at all. The whole like sliding through that like trash chute like stunt with uh, Maggie's character yeah. and, and Jackie. Mm-hmm. Like that's so crazy too. Like... It's not just that the building's going to explode at the end. It's like everything that they do. It's like a playground of stunts in this yeah. uh, fireworks factory. Well, and oh, it's like... crazy because apparently towards the end of the movie, they uh, said, I, I said something about second unit a few minutes ago, but apparently they had like a day unit and a night unit. And there was a point towards the end of the production where they were shooting like 24 hours yeah. a day. Oof. And the day unit would sleep while the night unit was working That's and crazy. vice versa. It's, yeah, kind of... I don't know, kind of bothers. Yeah, it is really nuts. It ended up taking them about a month to shoot this one final sequence at the factory, which is I believe crazy it. to think about, you know? And, you know, we haven't even started to, to talk about Benny Lai's moves and this. Kicks. like, Yeah, he oh, really, man. like, he's the final boss of this movie, basically. So. Totally. He does some incredible kicks. Like you're saying that you definitely can see some, some kind of light wire work where he does, like, these three kicks all in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super tasteful though. though. Oh yeah, like that little wire shot and for yeah. sure. This is sort of what makes this kind of final sequence special. It's like it's both a like end of the road facing like an opponent kind of finale, but it's also like crazy use of the environment finale. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and it's 
yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned last time that it's like, you know, no Jackie Chan movie would really be the same after Police Story. And it's like, you can see him really just pushing the envelope in terms of the caliber of the action and just the amount of content. It's like, it needs to be firing on all all cylinders. Mm-hmm. It can't just be, you know, two men in a corridor or something. Yeah, yeah. Benny's like... uh you know, his form, his kicks, like, so fast, so efficient, oh, so man. precise, like, everything. Dude, yeah, I also really like that he he's actually smaller than Jackie Chan, which you don't really get to see a lot. You know, usually the Jackie Chan's the smaller of the, you know, group. And um, yeah. kind of reminded me of the dude in Gorgeous. Um, his name is Brad. He's like an American oh, dude. Yeah. Brad... Brad yeah, Allen, yeah. I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that is. Yeah, and he does something, like, kind of similar to... Uh, triple kick in gorgeous he does like a quadruple kick which is really crazy <laughs> but uh yeah so this fight ends up uh, falling apart because jackie finds those poppers and he starts throwing those poppers at yeah uh, abba or i guess they call it. He, he doesn't really have a name but he always says yeah. abba abba and um yeah because that's because he, he can't really there's speak one it, so subtitle where where they kind of screw up and they start translating that into yeah father. i was wondering yeah i saw that. i saw that <laughs> it's like no i don't <laughs> but it's okay. yeah yeah i mean like it's yeah not a big deal but it's you could easily get the wrong idea of of what's going on it's like no jackie chan is not his yeah father. the <laughs> other thing that's kind of cool about those poppers is that for this sequence whenever they would throw them on a person they would kind of put gasoline on their clothing so that when they would throw it, it would ign- ignite in flames. Yeah. So I was thinking those poppers don't actually burst into flames no. like that. No. So <laughs> that's like, that's a cool, yeah. that's a cool little touch. And the final stunt before uh, the place explodes is pretty cool because Jackie's character ends up doing like a kind of like a, almost like a leg lock to the dude and ends up tossing him mm-hmm. off the side. And he falls like three stories down into a thing of barrels, which is pretty pretty crazy to see there's a nice mm-hmm. overhead shot of that stunt but after he falls down jackie sees one of the part of the fireworks just start blowing up and so he he gets out of there and this explosion is ridiculous yeah, it's not like man. this entire yeah. factory just goes up in flames yeah and you said that they they brought in a hollywood pyrotechnics for this one yeah i didn't catch his name did you happen to i catch couldn't his find name? it no Gross. no but it was yeah, definitely a, a bomb blowing up guy yeah you can get a glimpse of him in the uh <laughs> in one of the uh the outtake one of the outtake versions i think you see yeah a little you bit see the it. guy yeah because that's the There's... that's like the very first outtake is them like the fire department and everyone right after the well, and explosion. also you see that great shot where it's like more cameras than you've ever seen in yeah your life. basically i think I heard that it's like they got almost every available camera in Hong Kong and people that weren't even part of the production just so they <laughs> could make sure to have it all, uh, have some kind of shot that worked. It seemed like actually that their, yeah, their A camera was, was totally fine and I think is is what's in the movie. But um, yeah, good kind of thinking ahead. And I, I really like, cause, like how this works in relation to police story one because the first movie opens with basically destroying something that you didn't think was a set which was this entire shanty town mm-hmm. and um i think if there had been a similar stunt in the beginning of the film we maybe would have kind of caught on to it but i think yeah we're kind of prepared for there being a unique location for the final fight but we're not prepared for, for that to completely yeah. be destroyed so Please. this is really a, a jaw dropper I, mm-hmm. I think yeah the explosion's ridiculous. And I love, though, that 
un- unlike most action movie things, he actually does look at the explosion. <laughs> like after he gets far enough away, <laughs> yeah. there's this great shot of Jackie looking at the explosion and May coming up next to him. Because <laughs> Jackie's cool is not the typical cool. You know, it's yeah. not the like devil may care. It's like, yeah, he gets injured, he gets hurt, but it's like, yeah, he's also us, right? He's supposed yeah. to be like, who yeah us sitting in the audience and so it's like we're staring at that explosion too and i actually a few uh, that was uh, gosh that's seven years ago now um i actually worked with my brother who does videography stuff on uh, a movie and it was i'm sure the movie was terrible never even got released in any like not even straight to dvd or anything but um they did an explosion for that. That was like a lot of the budget went to uh, oh, blowing cool. up a car. Nice. That was really cool to see. But the the thing that got me with that was how hot it was. Like you never really think about oh, wow, all sure. the amount of heat coming off of it. And this was like the explosion. This movie is at least 20 times bigger than the one that, that I saw. Yeah. And, and you can almost feel the heat. Oh, like, yeah. Um, coming off of the frame. And actually, yeah, pretty amazing. yeah the uh, crystal clock, the the replacement for Maggie in this final sequence, she mm. mentioned that because um, she was so scared of the concussive force and the heat from that explosion that she kind of froze up and actually somebody from the crew had to like shove her into the frame so she would <laughs> run up to meet Jackie at, in that shot. So when you see her running up, oh, she's man. just like frozen with fear and just like ran over there like it's like you said mm-hmm. that the heat and like the force behind that had to be mm-hmm. really really shocking well and wasn't this like one of our first hong kong movies? i'm not actually uh, sure i mean i looked her up and she doesn't have that many roles you know but um yeah she's really great in this movie but cal i mean yeah she really i mean was so game it's like mm-hmm. okay crystal yeah um can you like extinguish this cigarette with your yeah. fingers <laughs> and then do this like complicated like stand on this chair or like smash the guy's hand and then yeah walk towards the burning building wow. yeah it's pretty incredible stuff but yeah this um i really enjoyed this movie a whole lot i kind of i the it's it's pretty neck and neck with me for this one and the first one mm. uh this one awesome i i feel like i kind of like this one a little bit more just because i feel like there's more uh, there's a lot, like you're saying, more, the action is more evenly spaced in the movie, mm-hmm. where I feel like Police Story 1 has a whole bunch of action in the beginning, and a whole bunch in the end, and then just like a little bit in the middle, but I feel like this one is really nice and even, and there's a lot more action in, or comedy in the action, because mm-hmm. I feel like Police Story has a lot of comedy, but not as much comedy in like what Jackie Chan's actually doing whenever he's he's fighting people. Oh yeah, I see so that. I see there's that. a lot of really no, that's really there's cool. a lot of really cool stuff I, in this. I like that description because I think like if you were to now like plot two points from the two movies, I feel like Police Story Three Super Cop is actually going further in all those yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, so that's a good time to say what's our, our training for next week. I I mean, I know what it is, obviously, but but Carlos, what's our training for next week? Well, we're just going to keep that train moving, man. We're going to yep. uh, Super Cop, so we'll get to see uh, Michelle Yeoh again, which is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, so Police Story 3 or Super Cop or Police Story 3 Super Cop. I think it's, it's called all of those in different places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is probably um, the most widely available movie yes. we've touched on since since Crouching Tiger, I would guess. Um, you know, when the 
I would say since Kung Fu Panda, are you? Oh, dude. It's still so fresh. I can't believe it really happened. Um, Yeah, Kung Fu Panda blew all the other ones out of the water. Um, But yeah, whatever uh, you would call the Jackie Chan boom in the Mm -hmm. um, mid-90s, Supercop was like a huge part of it. Huge part of that. Theatrical release uh, was really popular on home video. Um, no, I remember seeing Super yeah. Cop like in in like movie store movie stores video. That's stores right, and like Blockbuster and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, I remember seeing it there and and like Rumble in the Bronx and and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. So definitely look forward to watching it. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you like the show, you can check us out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Just follow us at Heroes Three Podcast. You can leave us a comment or a, a review or anything like that. Please feel free to do so because that really does help us out a bunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited to see Super Cop. I feel like I saw that movie a million times. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, I know it really well. Well, until next week, where we're taking a look at Police Story Three: Super Cop. I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Remember your training. Heroes 3 is part of the Mercado Brothers Podcast Network.